Hello, hi everyone. Welcome to Beyond Small Talk every Thursday, four o'clock hour Eastern Standard Time. Welcome to Beyond Small Talk. Hello and thank you for joining us today. My name is Jackie Janik. I'm a women's empowerment coach, helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And today you are listening to Beyond Small Talk. Real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And I'm so incredibly excited for today's co-host. Her name is Betsy Kopp. She's a health coach, a culinary educator, wanderer. She's the founder of Betsy Kopp Health, helping you reach optimal wellness and vitality through holistic nutrition and lifestyle strategies that are easy, effective, and fun. We all need that, right? And today, so this topic is near and dear to my heart, health and your lady parts. Yeah, that's a crazy title, but it's true. Betsy is a really dear friend of mine and we have weekly check-ins with each other, just like holding each other accountability buddies. Hey, Alexis. And one day we were on the call together and I was telling her that after 40, um, you have certain issues with your period going on. And I was like, it's crazy. And I was like, my vag problem. And she goes, you know, that's not technically your vag. And I was like, what? I am 40 something years old. And while I know where my lady parts are, I have a lot to learn. And Betsy has been uh, integral in helping me understand my health as a woman and just in general. So, so excited to have her on today. Again, Betsy Health, follow her at Betsy Cox Health, and we are getting her on right now. And we're going to get started with health and your lady parts. And if you have kitties in the room, this may not be the topic of conversation today, so <laughs> exit them out or put earmuffs on. Betsy, hi. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited Aww. with our topic. So thank you for taking the time. I had the little intro, how, how we talk on a weekly basis, kind of like accountability buddies. And I happened to mention to you about my vag and you're like, well, that's not really your vag. And I was like, wait, what? So thank you for that. <laughs> Opening up my eyes to like me and my lady parts. So you're so you t- very welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about how you're feeling today and Betsy Cox Health? Sure. I feel a little technically challenged. Um, this is my first Instagram live, so it's Woo! been a little, um, <laughs> a little bit of an operation. Um, your but okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> and I'm happy to give it to you, Jackie. Thank, Thank you. God. It went to someone I love and trust. Um, <laughs> But I, I uh, you know, I'm excited about this topic because I think that you're not alone. Um, I am a women's wellness coach, and I look through a holistic lens. I focus on women over 40, so I do one-on-one coaching and kind of a program style. I'm going to start doing group, group coaching um, in the fall. I've done some group coaching in person, but I obviously now we have to kind of reconfigure the way we're delivering content and services so um but really there are so many women that are struggling with this it it came into my life and i was really um kind of incensed at the fact that there wasn't more conversation around this subject and more awareness and more acceptance and more celebration around this transition so 
it was a personal, um, you know, experience that I went through. I'm still not at the final uh, culmination of it, but I am a researcher and I'm a stickler for accuracy. I think you know that about me now. Um, and I, I think we really diminish our power when we just talk about one aspect of our sexuality and our whole complex sex organ, which is so much more than the vagina. You know, it's the clitoris, it's the labia, it's the inner, the outer, the majora, the menorah, the vulva is the whole shooting match um, and including the vagina. But I think we really do um, ourselves a disservice by not being accurate in the way we depict our uh, sexual organs. And that is something that I think women need to know more about. And um, just to let... Just a little background, I was um, researching the book that I'm writing that should be out next year. And I, one of my mentors is a, a woman who teaches, she's a chair emeritus at a big university in New York, and she teaches family um, uh, therapy through the lens of feminism. And while I'm researching my book on women over 40, health and wellness and transitioning through menopause, I'm also researching things like lubricants and our changes in sexuality and sensuality, libido, um, physical function, all that. So she gave me a book by a woman named Lori Mintz, and it's called um, Becoming Clitorate. And that was an eye-opener. And um, it's about orgasm equality, but it's also just a really great education for women and men um, because orgasm inequality does not take place with women on women sex. If I'm, you know, I don't, I don't mean to be graphic or, but women no, to this women, is... this inequality does not exist. But Ooh. when you have male and female in a uh, sex partnership, it's about four to one orgasm inequality um, and disparity. Men wow. get the four and we get the one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was assuming it was that way, but thank you right. for the clarification. So, yeah, I, I think we can do better. And um, anyway, I, I just learned so much when I when I picked this book up, and I'm really grateful to this author. I posted the cover of her book on uh, my Instagram, so that's up there now. If anybody wants a little bit more information about that, great, thank you. Yes, we have personally our conversations have been gone that way, but initially, why I was like so intrigued with all your education and information and how you present it is because when I hit my 40s, um, I started to get my cycle and all everything changed, like going from having barely any periods in my 20s and 30s where it was easy breezy to all of a sudden in my 40s, it was like a bloodbath in the bathroom. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, I thought like, is there something wrong with me? These huge, not to be all TMI everyone, but I think women don't talk about it and need to know that all of a sudden I have enormous clots. I was a girl who wore regular tampons. Now I'm in the super duper lane, you know? And yeah. the mood swings, the night sweats, the like everything. And I was like, I'm too young to have this bullshit happening. But then after talking to you one I'm not and two you told me what it was <laughs> that I didn't even know about this whole perimetopausal so while you know listeners here range from 20 30 40 plus I just think that people people women need to be aware of like the evolution of their period and what happens can you shed a light on that and particularly what happens like the big change at 40 on sure um, well again in the interest of accuracy there's two we use this word menopause, 
but there really is no such thing. You're either perimenopausal or you're postmenopausal. And the definition of postmenopausal is really um, kind of in the rearview mirror. It's after you've uh, been without a period for a year or more. So it takes on average, it takes the average person about eight years to transition out fully out of their reproductive years. So this is a really slow process. It starts way before you ever start missing or skipping periods or even having kind of uh, different characteristics in your period or PMS. But those are definitely signs that you are in active, like kind of active perimenopause. Um, perimenopause really starts after our first period. When you think about it, I mean, when you think about, you know, are we aging every day? Are we, you know, phasing, getting closer to death in that sense? Yes. So, you know, we have a finite number of cycles. We have a finite number of eggs. We have a finite number of times that we're going to ovulate. Each individual woman is different. So that'll look different for you than it will for me, than it will for someone else. Um, but kind of this longer phase is typical. Um, it starts much sooner than you would, would think. And, you know, the work that I do is really trying to educate women about how to get out in front of it, that it's never too soon to start, practically speaking, and to start thinking about it. And it's never too late, you know, to jump in. I mean, even if you're in postmenopause, the, the thing to remember is that some of the, um, in postmenopause, we are at higher risk, health risk for strokes, cardiovascular disease, certain types of cancers. You know, this is where things can go really wrong. Osteoporosis, things like that. They just come with um, a lower degree of estrogen, which protects our bodies. So we really need to front load this experience, these latter chapters of our lives with good habits early. It's kind of like if you don't have the fundamentals of reading, you probably aren't going to do well mm -hmm. in high school or college. So I look at mm -hmm. perimenopause as this opportunity to really get, get it together and um, you know, address certain things that are going on. If you're having really heavy periods, if you're having um, breast tenderness, if you're having mood disorders, some of those things are normal and really come along with perimenopause, but um, to the point where they become real life disruptors, that's when you wanna, you know. So some of this hot flashes, some of it's absolutely right on schedule, lets you know where you are, lets mm -hmm. you know it's like knocking on your, <laughs> your So would, it, would you say, yes, yeah, someone at like my age, is this kind of like a typical, like I'm in the realm of, having these and, and and I guess it sounds like my signs and listening to my body I'm sorry do you hear a child crying <laughs> I don't know who that is <laughs> she was on a sprinkler earlier today I know that I'm sorry everyone listening and then this is going to be recorded but please continue and so my question I just got to help a child like this is what happens when you do things live oh my god um Good. and I'll yeah. So can you explain a bit like the signs and anything that we can do? Sure. So typical kind of what falls in the realm of normal. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know what's going on. 
there are physical symptoms and then there are kind of psychological symptoms. So I'll go through the physical symptoms first and then we can kind of talk about some of the psychological things that go on, the emotional things that happen that can be really, really disruptive. So in later perimenopause, you will start skipping periods. I'm going to kind of start at the end and work, work back. So in later perimenopause, you'll Betsy, would you mind, and this has never happened, that I have to address a child. Can you educate everybody, and I'll be right back. I'm so sorry, but I'm so <laughs> confident. And everyone, please, please, please listen to what Betsy has to say. This is so important. She's helped me so much. One second. Thank you. Okay. So I, I suggest that um, we look at, you know, right at the end of perimenopause, and we're going to work back. So at the end, the normal things you would see you're gonna to start to skip periods, your periods are gonna have different characteristics. Like Jackie said, where you might um, have had a really easy go of it, the, all of a sudden you might have a longer period, a heavy period, both. You might have a lighter period, you might have like one month, you might have a really light period and just some spotting. The next period might be, like Jackie said, a little bit of a heavier scene. Um, fibroids come along at this time of life. If you've had issues with fibroids before, you may continue to have those, or if you've never had issues, these are kind of the more serious things that can happen. Some very early signs of perimenopause are just simple dryness. You have itchy skin, your eyes are dry, your hair is dry, your nails are dry, your vulva and your lady parts are a little bit drier, don't lubricate the way they used to. Either one, some, or all of those things can be happening physically. Weight gain, fatigue, like intense fatigue for some women. I myself, I went through that. I was so tired. I just couldn't like get out in front of it and get some energy. Um, so uh, then there's more emotional uh, characteristics like headache, that's kind of physical and stress related. Hot flashes, obviously. Now I'm sort of all over the place again. Um, anxiety, sleep disorder, sleep problems, waking up, you know, becoming a member of the 3 a.m. club is pretty common. Um, hot flashes at night, low patience to no patience. I remember telling my husband, I feel like someone has literally taken out the brake pads on my patients. I just have no patience. So um, heart palpitations is another one that can kind of go through the range of perimenopause. And um, women tend to think that there's something really very seriously wrong. Um, but that is a really typical um, symptom of perimenopause. And you know, if you wanna to go to your cardiologist, you wanna to go to your GP and get that checked out, by all means do it. But this is absolutely something that can uh, be a part of perimenopause. I was saying, Jackie, while you were um, parenting, I was saying that <laughs> no problem. Got cover. I was saying that heart palpitations can be one of the scarier aspects. Uh, uh, so, um, and sometimes that just relates to um, like eating the wrong foods in the wrong combination. I know for some clients that I've worked with, they have found that this is um, they are having too many different types of fats at one meal. So if you are having heart palpitations, take a look at that. Um, but there, it's just such a broad range. And then, you know, we're in this kind of environment where we're not supposed to be talking about it, where there's yeah. a lot of shame around aging. This is the country we live in. 
Um, we've been hypersexualized through no fault of our own for so many years, and then all of a sudden we're supposed to like just go underground, and um, you know, just I don't know, just, you know, <laughs> just not talk about this type of thing. It's so important that you know what's going on. Um, I remember I, in a in, in a talk that I did, I talked about short-term memory loss as a part of perimenopause, early perimenopause. And literally there was a woman that was in the audience that burst into tears who said, mm -hmm. I have been living in fear for the last six months that I have early onset Alzheimer's. It broke my heart that we're yeah. not talking about this, that we're not coming together in community and just being like, ladies, let's help one another through this time. We have every reason to celebrate. We have a lot of work to do after we raise our kids and stop you know, worrying about falling pregnant at 47, 45, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. at an age where we're no longer interested in, in uh, reproducing. Um, so it's, it's a broad gamut. And I think probably one of the best things you can do for yourself is to understand where you are and to really embrace the fact that your body, in its wisdom, is chemically physiologically and biologically rewiring itself for the next 40 years for you to be healthy and well. And I think when you start to look at it like that and you think like what's going on under the hood and you, you know, understand more, it's much more um, empowering to be living with some of these symptoms that can be real disruptors. You're like, well, you know, um, so we went through a host of perimenopausal uh, symptoms that occur, some earlier on, some before there's any disruption into your, in your cycle. Um, it, you know, itchiness is one. I've had clients that have been to dermatologists that have been on prednisone, that have been on corticosteroids for itchy skin. That's insane. There's so many things. And again, if we don't talk about it, we don't even know that it exists. And then right. now what can we do about it? Um, did you offer any solutions? No, I was waiting for your prompt. Oh, okay. Thank um, you. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's a million things you can do about it. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> can, can anything else happen? <laughs> um, First of all, you can understand the miracle that is going on in your body. We are one of five species on planet Earth that live after their reproductive years. One in five on planet Earth. We have wow. a lot of work to do after we're done creating and building children and birthing them and raising them. There's more to do, ladies. Pace yourself. It's a marathon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, you know, so you're in it for the long haul. I think probably what I find in, my, in the women that I work with and speak with and what I found in my own life is that there is a period of um, mental exhaustion and physical exhaustion that is really can be really debilitating for women. It was for me, it's been for every one of my clients that's come to me with this has just been like, I cannot figure out how I'm going to get through the day without a vat of coffee. And then in the evening, I'm so tired. I need, you know, like, and then I'm tired and wired and I need a half a bottle of wine to just knock me out. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, you know, first we really want to address like any of these major, major energy disruptors. If you're having hot flashes at night, is your sleep disrupted? Because once you start to lose sleep quality, everything kind of unravels from there. Your hormones are beyond testosterone, progesterone, and estrogen. There's melatonin, cortisol, dopamine. You know, there's so serotonin. There's We have so many and such a, um, a diverse hormonal landscape. And, and if one is off, we're really off. So protect your sleep. That would be number one to me. Mm-hmm. That's uh, uh, you know, kind of a foundation for wellness. That's how we detox. That's how we reestablish and rebalance our hormones. If you're not sleeping well, look at your sleep hygiene. You know, are you detoxing from the blue screen, from your technology, from the news a couple of hours before you go to bed? Are you able to get your kids to bed in a reasonable amount of time that gives you about an hour or more to wind down? Are you eating foods that will promote sleep? Um, you know, nothing crazy spicy, not too much protein, um, some good healthy carbohydrates, a little bit of starchy carbohydrate at night's a very good thing for women, like sweet potato or uh, even a whole potato with the skin on, you know, and by whole potato, I don't mean like a right of French fries out of, out of the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole count? food <laughs> potato. <laughs> Um, and, you know, look at your sleep, look at hydration. Um, I did a blog recently on vitamin D3 and magnesium and the importance of that going forward with COVID to protect your immune system. Um, that's on BetsyCoxHealth.com. I posted that on May 5th. So you can either get to that through my Facebook page, which is Betsy Cox Health or through my website, That is a very long and extensive uh, blog on research around vitamin D3, how it supports the immune system, but it supports hormonal health as well. It protects against um, hormone-mediated cancers like breast cancer. It helps stabilize mood and energy as well. So that's why I'm That's a big one for me, (laughs) stabilizing mood. And yeah. not that I think my husband's so, so funny for saying this, but he's like, you have PMS, DMS, and AMS, pre, during, and after. And that just makes me more want to, like, you know, punch him in the face. But it's like, <laughs> I, it's, <laughs> yeah, those are all my moods. You are right. Um, so I do take D3. I do take that. I also Good. take um, a Vitex. I don't know how you continue to feel about yeah, we haven't, a Vitex. Yeah, we, we haven't talked about that, but um, Chase Berry in the uh, trade name is Vitex here in the States. That is a great herb. It's an adaptogen, so it's not going to give you too much. It's going to help your body balance itself. It's not like taking some, it's not like taking a drug. Um, so it's an adaptogenic herb. It's going to help your body balance its and promote its own ability to balance its, itself, um, essentially. Ashwagandha is another um, mm. very safe herb and adaptogen that you can take. Um, you know, you may want to look at kind of switching your diet up a little bit and having um, some grounding vegetables and grounding foods, foods that grow underground that have a little bit of a natural sugar in them, like sweet potato, beet, leek, uh, mushrooms even, though they don't grow underground. Those are very calming foods. 
Um, certain foods may not serve you anymore. So really kind of take a look at your diet. Um, you know, in terms of lab work, do you need to be tested? Not really. Do you need to go to the doctor for the doctor to tell you, yes, you are dying. We all are. Once we're born, we start the process of the life cycle. And I'm not trying to be um, morose or anything like that, but this is a natural part of our lives. So if you really need to be tested, go for it. But, um, you know, if you're in this age, this is happening, whether you are aware of the symptoms or not. So taste berry, ashwagandha, vitamin D3, magnesium. It's huge. Magnesium Magnesium really helps calm. um, Under stress, we leach magnesium, and then magnesium kind of will disrupt calcium and calcium absorption as well. Minerals play a huge part in our mental health and our nervous system health and our body's ability to really balance itself. So take a look at magnesium. Magnesium stearate is the one you want to go for. That's um, with vitamin C in it. So that's kind of a double bonus. Don't over um, uh, prescribe magnesium for yourself or you'll have some digestive upset. Yes, I noticed that. Like, yeah. You have to find <laughs> yeah. the balance with magnesium. Yeah. Always, yeah. Yeah. Little I mean, it's issues. not, there's no upper, upper limit. So you're not going to, no. you know, like a, a fat soluble vitamin, you won't over, you can't, it's no, no toxic load there, but it'll tell you I've absorbed yeah. enough. I've taken enough and let's get rid of the rest. <laughs> but magnesium is really an incredibly valuable mineral now with all the stress that we're under and particularly for women at this time to not only be going through this period in life, but to have the layers of um, you know, everything that we're facing right now. It's, it's, if I could only suggest one thing yes. that you are going to bring into your life, it would be that. Magnesium. Um, yes, absolutely. And start there, you know. You want to kind of start with the things that aren't really going to be, um, you know, that aren't really going to have any kind of side effect to see, is this going to work? And then you can kind of take it up from there. But if you start at the top and come down, you know, if you start at the top, yeah. there's very little room to, yeah. to manage. Thank there. you. I like those tips a lot. And what I heard is obviously sleep is always important. I've told people this. Yeah. My daughter's autistic. I didn't sleep for years and years and years. And it makes you literally crazy. Like it, it just... Yeah throws everything off. Hydration, you're so right with that. And a lot of times I notice that um, I'm more thirsty than hungry, but I f- just think it's hunger, but it's really hydration. And yeah. then magnesium, especially for a bit of those mood swings. Thank you. Thank you so much for that information. Yeah. And what do you do for so, your own personal self-care? How, what do you, oh. can you share? What, what do you do for you? Sure. Um, I reassess every day. Mm-hmm. I do the best I can with what I have where I am. So some days look different than others. Some days I'm juicing and eating my 7 to 9 to 11 variety of vegetables and fruits. And some days I'm on the mat in the morning and I have ramen soup for night, you know, for, for dinner mm-hmm. because I just haven't, I've been, you know, in the throes. So whatever I can do. I have a toolbox. I have a foundation of kind of basic things. So I'm always trying to get good sleep. I have good sleep hygiene. Those are things that are non-negotiable. 
And what I mean by that is I get that about 90% of the time. We're at that 80-20 is the sweet spot, you know? Um, What I try and do is communicate. I remember having a conversation with my husband that went something like this. I have no patience. I think that someone came in in the middle of the night and took out my brake pads for my patients. They're gone. I have no patience. And he looked at me and he said, oh, babe, it's okay. You don't have to apologize. And I said, I'm not apologizing. I'm living this. So I need you to understand that if I say it once, I really mean it. If I say it twice, I'm already pissed off. So work with me through this time. It'll, it'll pass, and it has. It has absolutely passed. So for the ladies that are in that, like, two-year hell cycle where that's happening, where you have anxiety or panic attacks, where you're having heart palpitations, hot flashes, sleep is interrupted, disrupted, you might be gaining weight, uh, and you can't figure it out. First of all, I hope you'll call me. Because if you're on Jackie's feed, I promise you, I would love to offer you a free complimentary consult, 100%. Each woman's different, so it's really hard to kind of like just throw uh, one or two blanket things at them. But, um, you know, for me personally, I really work hard at hydration because my skin just suffers if I don't. And I, I have very dry skin to begin with. I always have spent an entire career in the sun. So I really want to protect that. I also know that water is the source of energy. If I'm feeling low energy and I'm drinking plenty of water, I feel better throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm doing those things. Those are kind of basic things, sleep, water, and I do spend some time every single day on the yoga mat, no matter what, rain or shine. I, I just get there because I didn't start out like that. I really resisted yoga for so long. I was like, could this really be everything it's cracked up to be? I'm just not a follower. Like, I I question everything. (laughs) But I started my own practice about five years ago, and it was a total game changer. I, I don't take classes. I just show up for myself every morning for about 15 or 20 minutes. Sometimes I have longer. You know, Jackie, I broke my wrist a little while ago. The Mm -hmm. day after I did it, I was in a cast from like here to here. I was on the mat. Mm -hmm. And it has um, just really given me that space to check in with myself. Mm -hmm. So wherever you're at, that's something that is a really big part of wellness. Check in with yourself every day. You know, we all know the deep breathing. We all know more vegetables and fruits. We know that we need to protect ourselves. We need to have good, healthy sex lives because the vulva in all its beauty, it's a muscle <laughs> and we need to keep using it, um, you know. And if use you it or lose, lose it, it, yeah. You'll lose it. If you're single, go shopping, find some toys. If you're in a relationship where you're not getting enough sex, make sure that you're giving yourself enough intimate time. Um, you know, that's something that you don't want to lose. It's, it's mm-hmm. part of the gift that we have being here and alive. Um, it's pleasure. It's free, you know, so keep that <laughs> nice and healthy. I love that one. It's free. You know, you're not, well, it's not, you're not yeah. allergic to it. You're, you know, this is a very normal and natural thing for us as humans. And 
Um, so awesome. protect that. Yeah. Um, These are great, awesome tips. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. And who's ever listening right now, honestly, if you're 20, 30, 40 and plus, I see that my mother joined too. So she's, I'm calling her out. She's always like, you call at my age. She's 77. She might need some of your tips too. Um, please reach out to at Betsy Cox Health. Um, DM her or DM me and I'll give you her uh, email address. Um, take her up on this free consultation. She has helped me tremendously. Understanding, know. yeah, I mean, ugh, understanding yeah, my body, not, there's understanding no sale everything. Pitch. I just want to be really oh, clear. You. I'm not selling. Mm -hmm. This is something women need a place to talk about this, and they need to work with a health professional. And even if you, if even if you go 20 minutes on this to get that free consult, to get a place to start, um, exactly. it, it's very empowering, and it'll just ripple from there. And just. Yeah, understanding yourself. And she will yeah. just ask you one question. You'll be like, wait, oh, my God, I didn't know that about my health and my lady parts. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it just gives you, puts you on a journey where you start really understanding your body. You're open to having these conversations with your friends. And then you start telling your friends about it. And then everybody will have happy and healthy lady parts. And that's our goal today. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you so much, Betsy. Thank you, thank you, oh, thank you again. Pleasure, thank you for joining uh, for Beyond Small me. Talk every week at 4 p.m. Follow at Betsy Cox Health. DM me, DM her, get your free consultation. And remember, sleep, hydration, magnesium. Have a great day, yeah. everyone. Thank you, Betsy. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. Love you. Thank you, love Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>